It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Je m'appelle Simon. My name is Simon. The accent is French, even though I've been here for, let's see, 20, it's going to be my 23rd year, and I am an American citizen. Just the accent, just with all those English classes still there. And slang, I don't know slang that well, so let me, let me tell you a quick story. <laughs> and don't make fun of me on this one. No, you can. So I was on a parking lot getting out of uh, one of those big box, uh, like Best Buy, I don't remember where it was, or Walmart, one of them. Anyway, somewhere, I was going to my car, and there was two like, young people, and one of them asked me if I wanted a tootski. But I, I didn't know what's a tootski. Do you know what's a tootski? <laughs> I've never heard that before. So I was like, tootski? Tootski what? And they laugh. I said, ah, you don't want. So then um, I called one of my producers who is more familiar with slang than I am, and he told me what it was. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but let's see if you like me. You're totally unaware of you know what it is. But if you have any love questions, call me now. 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour Kim. Bonjour Simon. Bonjour Kim. What's going on? Um. So I'm seeing the sky, and it's it's so pretty new. Um, but there is some red flags, I think, and I I just want to know if I'm overreacting or if um or if this guy's bad news. Okay. What's the what are the red flags? Um. Well, every time I I want him to meet my friends. Um, you know, and I only have a few close friends I've been seeing right now because of everything that's going on. And, uh, I planned a couple like COVID safe activities outside and he has bailed on every single one. So like, I'm wondering if he just is trying to avoid meeting my friends. He said he's working all the time. Um, oh. we've only hung out on weeknights, like on the weekends, he's like always called into work overtime and it just seems really suspicious. And I'm wondering what I should do. Okay, but what kind of work is he doing? Is he a doctor? Is he a nurse? Is he an essential worker? What does he do? No, he says he's an engineer, like a computer engineer, but that's such a broad, like, he hasn't gone into detail about, like, what specifically he does with engineering. Oh. Like, he says he's working on a project, but that can mean a bunch of things. And he, uh, he has to stay, like, an hour away um, I hear you. Like well, listen. That he's working on. In your intuition, let's let's go straight to you, to your intuition because women intuition is always right. Do you think you should, you should spend more time with him, or is it time to to cut it off? Yeah, my intuition definitely says that something isn't right here. Then it isn't. You can never ignore your intuition. It's your best friend. Your intuition is your best friend. Your self-defense mechanism. If women, and I mean it, because guys don't have it, but women. <laughs> If they did listen to their intuition 100% of the time, they would not be unhappy women. For real. You have a magic tool that I admire, that I envy, intuition. If you listen to it, you will never feel disappointed by anyone and you'll be able to avoid a lot of heartache. So, you know what to do, Kim. Just, it's time to say bye-bye. Au revoir. Hasta la vista to that dude. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Simon. You're, you're right. You, I got to listen to my gut on this one. That's it. All right, Kim, thank you for calling and have a good night. Thank you, you too. Coming up, I got a question from Crystal because she's in a friend with benefit situation and out of the blue, something changed and she doesn't know what to make of it. So her Instagram DM is next. 
So Crystal sent me this uh, interesting Instagram DM question at On The Radio. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. My friend with benefits gave me a thoughtful gift and it just sort of changed everything because now I think he likes me. I don't feel that way about him. I like what we have. So what should I do? Crystal, that's a great question. If you're in a friends with benefits situation and you receive a gift that you feel in your intuition is like a sign of liking you, should you stay in the situation? Should you speak up? What should you do? I'll tell you that next. Have you ever been in a friends with benefits situation and, you know, everything was going well, you've got, you know, your little ooh-la-la and that's it, that's what it is about, no feelings involved, just enjoying. And then one of you just breaks that vibe by giving you a gift or, a, you know, a text of love or something. That's what happened to Crystal. She Instagram DM me at one of radio and she just said, what should I do now? I don't want to change things, you know, and I don't feel like, I don't, and I don't love him, so what should I do? My advice is to be very honest. My advice, Crystal, is that if one part changed the deal, it's okay. But you got to be honest and say, listen, no gift because, you know, I'm not in love with you. I like what we have for now. We are ooh-la-laing. We're having fun. But that's it. If you feel more than that, then let's stop now so you don't get hurt. And then we'll see what happens. He might just come back to his senses or he's madly in love with you and it's too bad for him. But at least he's not going to waste his time and break his heart. Honesty is the answer to most love question, actually. No unspoken. That's my answer. You call that next. Bonjour, Jenny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So what's going on with your boyfriend? So my new boyfriend is really great and handsome and a wonderful man. But the problem is that um, he has to wear one of those machines that, at night, the CPAP, to help him with breathing. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And I, I just find it very unattractive, very weird looking. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, but the alternative when he's tried to not wear it for me is that he snores and that's even worse. Well, so. <laughs> you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? I am indeed, yes. But there is another option, is to sleep in a different room. Oh, really? That's true, I suppose. I mean, listen, I know a friend of mine, um, his wife, I mean, he had this problem, right? So it's usually when you, you, don't, you breathe from only one part of your nose and then you start snoring like a, like a train or an elephant, you know, and then, and then this machine helps you breathe so much better and you feel better the next day. So you've got to respect the medical aspect of it. Um, True. And, 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 yeah, and so in my friend's case, his wife and him just stopped sleeping in the same bed. She was much happier and he was feeling not guilty. So my advice is that, it's, you know, go for it, you know, even after ooh la la or whenever you want because you need your sleep and he needs his sleep. And um, because it's a condition that we can't deny, I don't want him to go without the machine and then not breathing well, and you don't want that either, right? Right, that's true. Okay. So yeah. let's be modernist. Let's be open-minded. <laughs> and I think it's okay to sleep in another bedroom even when you're married or you know, with somebody. That's not a sign of no love. It's a sign of respect for each other. Okay, well, give it a try. I really do like him, so... You'll sleep yeah. better. Yeah, after okay. ooh-la-la, back to your own bedroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Jenny. Thanks for calling and have a good night. Good night, Simon. If your partner was uh, breathing too hard, snoring, or other things that would make you sleep not good, not peaceful, not deep, would you be okay not sharing the bedroom anymore or not? 
Let's talk about that next. How would you feel? How would you feel if, you know, like my last caller, Jenny, your partner starts snowing like a train or an elephant, as we say in French, and uh, he would wear one of those machines, you know, to help them breathe uh, when, you, when you have that. It's a medical thing, and you have to respect that. So then I said to her, listen, he needs the machine, you need to sleep, you know, don't sleep in the same bed, sleep in different bedrooms. She was okay with that. But how would you feel about it? Would you be willing to change bedrooms and not sleep next to your partner for the sake of sleeping well? And um, also that gives us the question of, you know, sometimes do we have to be so conformist, right? I mean, whether it's the, you know, sleep in the same bed, whether it's the where we have ulala, whether it's everything else. You know, love is about exploration. Love is about, you know, thinking maybe differently sometimes than other people or other traditions and make our own. So what should you do if that happens? Let me answer that question. What would I do? Next. So how would you feel if your partner asks you to sleep in a different room because he's snowing too much and you have enough? Or if you ask your partner, well, can I sleep in another room? Would that be okay with you? I would be 100% for it. 100%. Know why? Because I love sleeping. And if my girlfriend would sleep like an elephant or a train, I couldn't take it. And, you know, I would try maybe those little things you can put the earplug. That can help. But I'm not a conformist kind of guy. So if that didn't work, I would say, listen, I'll sleep in a different room. And many couples do that. And it's not a shame, by the way. And it's nothing to be ashamed of or a form of rejection. That helps couples to stay together. Bad sleep destroys relationship. I'm serious. So don't hesitate to be innovative when it comes to your relationship. Don't worry about what other people think. What matters is your own happiness. Uh, you call the next. Something good happened to you? Please, share it on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Gina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gina. So, something good happened to you. You had a feel-good experience. What happened? Oh, yes. I feel so great as a parent. Uh, let me tell you. My son, when he was 10 years old, I took him on his, for his birthday. I took him on a really nice romantic date. And I really treated him as a gentleman and showed him how to treat me as a lady. And he's always enjoyed having dates for his birthday. So, he just turned 18 and he had his very first with an actual girl from his school and oh my goodness it was so wonderful and amazing her mom even called me and she spoke about how much of a gentleman he was like her daughter was just filled with butterflies afterwards and I felt so great that this is the, the young man that I raised yep you did really good how did that make you feel uh, it, as a single parent, I'm, let me tell you, it made me feel so great, you know, and I made sure to do that as his father died when he was just three years old, you know, so I really felt like it was on me to be both dad and mom. So I feel, I feel on top yep. of the world. Good so, for you. Good. We need, we need more like you. We need more moms like you. <laughs> Create more <absolutely>. gentlemen. <laughs> yes. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. I like that. Congratulations. This is, this is a good story. I appreciate it. Have a good night. You too, bye. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Veronica's voicemail because something happened in her relationship and she needs my help with what to do next. So her voicemail is coming up. 
You know that 24-7, 365, you have a question for me, you leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, and I'll play it on the show. Just take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Veronica. I was in a relationship, and my boyfriend, who had a ton of women that are his friends, that are always around him, and honestly, it started getting to me. So I would start checking his phone. And um, I noticed that there was a number that just kept coming up all the time. So I called the woman. And, you know, of course she was upset. And she went back and told my boyfriend. And my boyfriend turned around and he broke up with me. What can I do now that he broke up with me? Is there anything I could do to get him back? Um, by the way, I completely love your show. And that is why like, I called you, you know, um, leaving you this message because... I need help, Simon. Veronica, thank you for the kind words and thank you for your question. Yeah, what should you do when your own insecurity kind of led to your partner breaking up with you? What should you do to get him back? I'll tell you that coming up next. So Veronica just left me a voicemail with this very key question because her boyfriend broke up with her after she like kind of snooped in his phone, found this number too many times, reached the girl, the girl told the boyfriend, the boyfriend broke up with Veronica. Too much insecurity, he said, and now she's wondering, Simon, what can I do to get him back? So, Veronica, I'm going to tell you something you don't want to hear. My answer is a question for you. Should you want to be back with a man who has so many women friends around him, women who text him all the time? I'm not sure it's your own interest to be with this guy. I think you should respect the universe. He's gone, and you say it's your insecurity. I say it's in your intuition. Even if nothing happened, all these women texting him all the same, the, the emojis, I just, my advice to you is ask yourself, do I really want to go back with a guy who made me feel insecure instead of finding a new guy who makes me feel safe and loved? You answer, and then you decide what's best for you. You call the next. You have a question for me? Call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Annabelle. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Annabelle. How can I help you tonight? Uh, so I've been dating uh, someone who has a teacher fetish, and mm -hmm. he, he likes to role-play with me and pretend I'm his teacher, and he'll have me pretend I'm at the blackboard taking notes or something, and he'll, he likes to photograph me. <laughs> I see. And, um, and so I just wanted to know, is that normal? Is that a red flag? Is it too obsessive? Mm -hmm. Well, the answer is in the question, how does that make you feel? It's fun. I mean, he's very, you know, he's fun about it. It's not like, it doesn't come off as creepy. It just comes up as kind of fun and playful. Mm -hmm. So you enjoy it? Yeah, it's fun. It's a ton of, listen, Annabelle, listen. The answer is exactly in your answer. Because once you told me it makes you feel like fun and it's, it's a turn on, then I say enjoy it. Nothing is bad when you both enjoy it. When you feel it both, then whatever you do as adults is good. There's no one should ever interfere in the chemistry of two people, two adults. They can do whatever they want. As long as you feel good about it and he's all about it, you can teach him all night long. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling Annabelle. Enjoy and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Oof, I like this question. To finish the show, would you consider it cheating if your partner was exchanging inappropriate texts with his or her ex? 
Let's talk about that next. Would you consider it cheating if your partner was exchanging inappropriate text with his or her ex? Mm. That's a touchy topic that I posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 87% of you voted yes, I would consider it cheating, just exchanging inappropriate text with you know, my partner's ex. 13% of you said no, and I would say no too. I would say, you know, uh, it's not really cheating uh, because for me, cheating is more than just an inappropriate text. So, but that's for another night. Thank you so much for spending this late night with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.